<laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up? This is Antonio Knox, and you are listening to the Gradient. What is it? It's a podcast or the radio? It's a radio. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually going through the process of just trying to figure out if I want to call it the podcast okay. or the radio. Um, what do you think? I like Gradient Radio. That has a nice ring to it. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. And then, like you know, like you said, it can evolve with radio if you want to have little music vibe sessions. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I can see you doing the, the your version of Selection. See, that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah. So I was like, if I call it radio, is it you know trying to com- kind of like compete with them? No. I, I think radio is like radio for everybody yeah you know what i mean like radio been around since before you and i (laughs) and it'll continue you know like radio's never going away yeah never yeah just like broadcast tv Mm. like cable networks might die but tv ain't going nowhere like fox and nbc and you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah it it always uh transfer into something else yeah but it will always be the same yeah 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 So. so we have a special special guest today um, incredible artist, incredible person, um, incredible man, um, Ron Stokes. <laughs> man, <that's> a, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's a big <laughs> intro right there. I mean, I'm trying to get used to like, you know, introducing people and it's, you know, vastly different. Like when you have to talk to the cameras or the, the mic. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah. Good, man. Just taking it one day at a time. All right. That's the best way. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people may not know who you are. Mm-hmm. So could you introduce yourself and tell pe- tell the people who you are? So I am uh, Ron Stokes, the artist Ron Stokes. The artist. The artist. Just the art. We only talking about the art today. So just mm-hmm. the artist Ron Stokes. Um, yes. Um, I'm probably, most people would, or I don't know if most people call me this, but most people now call me this because I call myself this. Uh, I define myself as like an abstract muralist. Mm. Um, I have a background in street art, graffiti and merge that with abstract fine art stylings to kind of develop my own style. And from that, I use that to tell a narrative and, and stories. Mm. Um, so yeah, the artist Ron Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible because so many people know you for like so many other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wear a few hats and I've been wearing a well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into the arts? So it's always funny because people always say like, when did you start? Yeah. When did you become an artist? <laughs> and so for me, I always define it as like, I started doing graffiti when I was 12. Okay. But if you ask my mother, she'll tell you when I was six, I used to take pages of, of blank paper and fold them in half and turn and staple them mm-hmm. and turn them into books. And I would fill, I would, I would create my own sketchbooks and then I would fill them with characters and stories. Okay. Right. And so like, I've been doing art my whole life. But, yeah. Um, in terms of like doing street art that started at 12. Um, you know, like, at, I don't know when I became a professional artist. Uh, I was trying to think about this the other day. It just kind of emerged into that. I think I did my first gallery show at like 18 maybe. Wow. Yeah. 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 And But, but art with me is always, I've woven in and out of it okay right there yeah. were times where i was more outwardly artistic mm-hmm. and there were times where i was more inwardly yeah right yeah if that makes sense yeah it, it seems like you know you're kind of like in a space right now where you're kind of like merging both worlds together mm-hmm. by doing like the graffiti and like painting on canvases because naturally graffiti artists would their canvas is a wall yeah right like so yeah. how did you get into mixing both of those together so i'll tell you honestly um 
one of my biggest annoyances as a graffiti artist, a muralist, is you put so much work and effort into a wall and you walk by it one day and it's gone. Mm. They painted over it because someone else bought the building, because someone else had a different idea. And not even other graffiti artists, just whoever, like, it's, one day it has your work of art and the next day it's blank. Mm. So you can imagine putting putting hours so and much hours work. and yeah. days into a painting mm -hmm. and then, like, you walk by it one day and it's a blank canvas and again. And it's gone. And yeah. you're like, yo. And so part of that, um, and then I even started to look at the economics of a graffiti artist and the impact we had on our communities. And for me, putting my name on a wall, just I, I didn't feel comfortable with it anymore mm -hmm. because I knew the impact in certain communities. You look at how it drives down the value okay. of someone's property. And for yeah. me, I was like, okay, I don't want to be a part of bringing it down. I want to bring it up. And I found murals to bring it up. Okay. But then I found, okay, but I don't like it when y'all buff my work. So <laughs> um, I started, I started thinking like, how can my work live on? Where should I be putting my work? Um, what's the best places for it? And yeah. I started, I was like, I want to be in everybody's living room. Mm. And that's that was my initial transition, the initial concepts, even the hashtag I still use to this day, alleyways to living rooms. Okay. Because I started in that's the alleyway, yeah, yeah. but now I want to be in your living room. Mm. I'm, I'm good with being in your alleyways, but now I want to be in your living room. And for me, it was like, all right, well, how do I transition? Because everybody just doesn't want like, a graffiti piece in their living room. Yeah. So I started I started looking around, I started studying. I'm a self-taught artist and I was like, "All right, let's let's look at um I like abstract work. I like abstract work because people can see what they want in it, right?" Yeah. And I began to merge those stylings. Yeah. So I started to bring in that abstract work with that street art influence mm -hmm. and merge them together. Yeah. Um, but what's dope is now I, I take those same stylings I used to get in your living room and now I'm bringing them back to the streets, mm -hmm. right? Because so, doing the murals now. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I've always done murals, but now my murals are starting to be more abstract work okay. than they are, like, the more street stuff I used to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like that. Uh, I You probably need to copyright this but uh, or get a trademark on the alley, alleyways to, like, living rooms. Yeah. So, like, that's super fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was uh that was uh when in, when I first started posting my work uh, like on uh, Instagram and things like that, everybody was like, "Oh, you need a hashtag," and I was like, "That was the one that stuck." Um, and so yeah, that was a uh, yeah. So when you made that transition from the alleyway into getting into people's living rooms, what was that process like? You know, fi potentially finding clients. Were you just like doing it yourself at first, and then putting your work out there? What was that? transition process to getting to like where you're at now so i really had to find my style mm. I, it was almost like reinventing yourself and i had to find something that i i still enjoy doing because that's the important part of it one of the dope things about where i'm at in my life is i i have the opportunity to say no yeah um <laughs> yeah. because i'm successful enough that i can say no i don't want to do that and so for even with my work uh i wanted to find a style that i still enjoy creating um, and so it's funny. I, I found that style, God, maybe like 10 years. Eh, I, don't, I don't know. I will say 10 years, but, um, when I figured it out, it just clicked. It was like a light bulb moment. That's one of those paintings. I know I told you earlier off radio that we talked about, I have a private collection mm -hmm, yeah. and, and, and that painting is in my collection. I'll never sell that painting because that painting like founded, it was the fundamental styles and techniques of what became who I am now. Yeah. 
And so that's like, it's the original sketch. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I, that'll never sell. That's how you found your voice. Yeah. 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 Um, refound my voice. Yeah. Refound your voice. Um, and so, yeah, I figured that out. From there, it just grew. Um, you know, when I, when I was first starting in art, there wasn't social media. Yeah. And social media has changed the game. Changed the game. It's, yeah. it's definitely like you had a, you could have a website or something, but nobody knows where your website is if you don't tell them. Yeah. But through social media, it's definitely opened the world up. I mean, I interact with artists around the country, around yeah. the world now. Yeah. It, it seems like you use your social media as a portfolio. It is. And it's dope. Um, I remember when I first started on social media, I used to just post everything. Like, look at this, look at that, look at this, look at that. You be you posting know? memes and all that? Not really memes, but like there was no real, I hate to say there was no real strategy. And okay. I feel like there's more of a strategy to social media. Um, it, it is, it is. Like I used to just post whatever. Yeah. And uh, shots out to Lauren White, because uh, she, changed, she changed my entire concept of what it was. Mm. I tell you what's funny is my original instagram name so that the instagram name i'm known by now views by stokes that wasn't even the name okay i had this other name where i phonetically spelled out my name okay and lauren was like what is this how do you <laughs> say that like nobody knows what this is <laughs> and so she really like them like she helped lay the groundwork of all that um so shouts out to her but um yeah, I had no idea what I was doing at first. I I didn't even like edit photos. Okay, so you, you just, as a just post it. You as your background of <laughs> photography, you probably like what? <laughs> yeah, you just posted the photo. Nah, dim light. That's not what it's for, especially Instagram. Yo, supposed to make those edits, bro. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't edit. I didn't do anything. I just posted it. I might put like one hashtag or something. Like it was trash back in the day. Yeah. Um, and so it's I've gotten a lot better at it now. But yeah, that's, I mean, that definitely helped open the world and uh, allow networking connectivity in different ways. So what is the philosophy behind Views by Stokes? The philosophy? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, when, when I think of Views, obviously I think of, like, Drake. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so w what's the meaning behind yes. Views by Stokes? Yes. All right, so, w and this goes back, and it's funny, you know, you're the first person to ask me this <laughs> in all my existence, as long as I've been doing this, no one is... No one's ever asked, why is your name Views by Stokes? Or why is your website Views by Stokes? Yeah. So when I found my style, my style is an abstract. So when I kind of transitioned from street art, I found street art very easy because it was a word. The, the basic element of every mural started with a word and it grew from there. So with that, always, you always knew how I felt immediately. Yeah. If I was angry, I used the word anger. If I was... You know, whatever that feeling was, that was the word you used. You knew how I felt. Yeah. So when I went to abstract, the first challenge I had as an artist was, how do I convey how I'm feeling without using words? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was originally one of my first hashtags, no words. No words. Because every piece I have doesn't have, and I, I had to be very intentional. Mm -hmm. I've gone back on some of that now where I'll use words in, like, background ways yeah but um yeah i was like how do i convey messages with no words and so the very first piece i had out so every piece i do is influenced mm. by a conversation an interaction a story a moment in my life and every painting has one name 
based upon that individual. Now, some of those names I have tweaked because they are people I know. And sometimes <laughs> I was like, I don't really want them to know I did this painting about them. So some names I have given nicknames. Yeah. But every painting I have done has a name. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked at the art I was creating now, it was a view of how I'm seeing the world. Mm. It was a still from a movie, right? Yeah. A, a single picture from a movie, a single picture from a moment in my life. And so when I looked at that, I was like, it's a view. Mm. Views by Stokes. Mm. That's fire. So <laughs> that's that's it's funny. No one's ever asked me that question. <laughs> that's fire. Yeah. I mean I mean that's that's the point of this yeah. this podcast. So that's that's the concept, that's the philosophy, that's the meaning behind views by Stokes. So it's it's my views of the world. Um and so yeah. Yeah. I remember you were telling me when you had your show before the the pieces that you had were going to the hotel. Yeah. And you were telling me how you were inspired by like particular kind of things. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean and it's and it's funny because I have and I had this conversation with someone um at the uh pop up mark market we did the other night. Yeah. And someone was like, Wow, what what's this one? What's the story on that one? And so like it's funny sometimes when you have to describe the stories behind paintings because some of them are like <laughs> these amazing stories where you're like, Oh my god, I was inspired by this moment in India and there was different generations and culturals and molding together and flying clouds of color in the air and then like okay well, tell me about this painting it's like yeah I was watching Incredible Hulk the other night. <laughs> 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 and it came to me so I mean but that's what life is like you'll have these moments of amazing seriousness and then like sometimes you're just sitting around a house watching TVs <laughs> you get inspired so um I'm I'm giving you that's that's my world, man. I think that's what makes artists like so dope because they can make up something and it would be it would have like this incredible meaning behind it. Yeah. They could just be like watching T V and yeah. just kinda like create this world on canvas. Yeah. And it and people would kinda like resonate with it. Yeah. I remember when I sent you the the piece of the guy, um, it was like this installation that he was supposed to create by the from this museum. Yeah. And uh, he just gave him like a white canvas. Yeah. <laughs> and he named it Take the Money and Run. Yep. <laughs> so it's like artists can do things like yeah. that all of the time and just. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've ever noticed, I have a white painting hanging in my house. Have you ever noticed that painting? Nah. There's a white painting hanging in my house, and everyone that sees it goes, Is this finished? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah. So, I mean, what's, what's great, there's some textures and things on it, but I used all white. Um, and I was inspired by an artist that did something like that, where the painting was pretty much like, for if you just looked at it, you would think, okay, that painting's not finished, it's blank. But for me, that's probably one of my favorite paintings, again, in a private collection that I've, I've never shown it outside my home. But for me, it's one of my favorites because I see the possibilities in it. Wow. Right? Yeah. And so when I look at that one, I see I see so much more than when I look at a painting with a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's that's the dope thing about art. Unfortunately, I, I feel like that was, I get what that artist was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he clearly got across his message that, that he was trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a funny story looking at it. Like, he, he I mean, he took the money and ran. He took the money. He, he took, took it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I want to get back to uh, just being like a, kind of like an abstract artist. Okay. What does abstract mean to you i love abstracts really resonated with me when i looked at different stylings because though i'm painting my view and my story you can look at it and see 
your own perspective and your own story, right? Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful thing I love about that because when I'll do shows, people come up to me and say, okay, I see, I see how like the clouds are like merging with the birds. And I'm like, I didn't paint the clouds <laughs> and a bird. Like, I didn't paint none of that. But I, but I love it at the same time because they're, they're seeing something in it and it's connect, like they're forming a connection with something that I ain't even intend to do. Mm. And I think that's so dope that like you can look at something and take something completely different than the next person, but it's still impactful. Yeah. And that's what really made me want to use less words because I was like, now you're, it, I think it opens up more to more of an audience. Yeah. So how did you find the way to use less words? Is it Was it through color or was it through how you kind of painted something on? So, I mean, it's color, it's pattern, um, it's texture. It's like, I'll even play with like the gloss of the paint. Okay. So I may start with a matte and then layer a, a, a heavy high gloss, right? Yeah. Or even like the paint I was showing you the other day where yes, yeah. the paint changes color about that, yeah. as you move, yeah. right? And so all these things come together to just create. And, and that's the thing I was telling someone the other day. Like digitally, it's hard to convey the same message as in person. Yeah. And so you see when you see my work in person where it's like you can see the layers and the texture yeah, and, yeah. and all those different things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all that comes together to really tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, I, I definitely and, see that. And you kind of use it too to like make certain things pop, right? Yeah. Versus other things that it's like, all right, that's the foreground, that's the background. It gives it depth. Yeah. 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 So you also spoke about how you know you kind of have like a nine to five job, mm -hmm. nine to five day job. Yep. And you kind of you are in a space now that you don't necessarily have to like work for money too much. Yeah. That you can just like live out your passion. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be in that pocket right there? I think it's amazing. And, you know, I've got a few guys that were all artists and we all have multiple streams of income. Mm. And the dopest piece, about, dopest piece about that is you don't have to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Because I know so many artists that are like, yo, I just need to get this check because I got to pay my rent. Yeah. So I got to paint this purple dinosaur on the side of a building <laughs> right now. Or, mm. you know, just I got I need to eat. Yeah. And the dope thing about being an artist that isn't hungry is I can do what I want. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I'm not, like, even when it comes to paintings, like, I don't know if you and I have had this conversation, but, like, I could start putting people in my work. Yeah. And my work will sell ten times faster. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, because even in when you look, when you look at, like, African-American artists, a lot of the most well-known ones are, like, they do figures. They do things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No shade to those that 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 are doing that or aren't doing that, but I've looked even like what's selling next to me when I do gallery shows that are like group exhibits, and uh, and people gravitate naturally to those those pieces where like they can see a person in it or some more ready ready readily identifiable objects. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean you'd be surprised how many times people ask me to paint a picture of something, you know, yeah. of, of a family member or of a dog or a bowl of fruit. And I'm just like, that's not me. But I could say no. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't need that bag. So I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Um, and it allows me to be even more creative. Yeah. Um, and so I love it. Um, I remember there was a time where I was hungry 
and you know you, I took the occasional project just because I was like, yo, yeah, you got to start from somewhere. You got to start from somewhere. I'm hungry. This you know this food ain't gonna buy itself. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love um, where the space I'm in now. You know, and, and the fact that people appreciate it, right? Yeah. Um, because that was the thing. It was like, all right, I created this style. It's dope. It looked good on my living room wall, but like, yeah. how's it going to resonate with others? Other people. Yeah. And so th- it's always nice to get that feedback. I, but I don't create for others. Yeah. I create for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Same. Typically, like when I put out any body of work, I'm not yeah. necessarily thinking of like other people when I put it out. Yeah. I'm not thinking about their responses. Like, if it, if it yeah. moves me, yeah. then I feel as if, like, it potentially will move others. But, yeah. like, in the process of creating, I'm not creating for someone else yeah. to have, for them to have a response to. Yep. And and that's the dopest. I just go and paint. Yeah. I paint what I want to paint. Yeah. You know? Um, and how, like, even when I do commissions, you know, people are like, you know, I, when they first come up, I'm like, well, what are you trying to do? Oh, I'm trying to do this, this, and that. And can you put this, this, and that? And I'm like, nah. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> just do what you want. So, like, my, my favorite commissions, uh, you know, I'll just get into commissions for a moment, but, like, I love when people just say, I just like the color orange. Mm. Just do something with the color orange. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, yo, you might even get a discount on this commission <laughs> because you just, they like, look, I need this size and just work some orange into it. Yeah. Done. You yeah. know, because I, 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 you know. The, yeah, those are the best clients that just yeah. allow you to just be who you are. Yeah. Because they see your work, they love your work, yeah. and they don't try to conform you to being yeah. something else. They see yep. they see the work, and like, I want this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had someone come in, they were like, yeah, I need a Superman logo, I need a tree, <laughs> I need a dog barking. I was like, yeah, that's not, that's not me. Yeah. yeah. So you can imagine if you were, like, on the other side, if your job wasn't as fruitful, you probably mm-hmm. would take those. I mean, you almost have to like. Yeah. I mean, we all got rent. <laughs> yeah. We all got Facts. we all got to eat every day, you yeah. know. And it's only but so much. You you only get but so far. Like yeah, you're gonna have to take some of those jobs. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, you can get jobs that fall in line with what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, a lot of people when it comes to art are very open, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, I like your style, I like what you're doing, do something like that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you do get the people that are like. I want to dictate exactly mm. what you do. Yeah. And it's nice being able to be like, nah, but I know this person. Yeah. Know, send them send your way. Send them that way. So. Yeah. I, I posted something on Instagram uh, like two days ago, and it was speaking about like how you have like tier of like clients. Yeah. Like you have a client that pays like $50. Yeah. And you have like another client that pays like $5,000. Yeah. And a client who pays $50, they have like all of these like specifications and mm. things that they want. And a client who's like five thousand, you know, they like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, we want that. That's interesting. Is it kind of like the same way when you have like tier clients? Are it, are there ones that are who don't pay as much? They want so many things, and the clients who pay more, they like just do whatever. You know, that's interesting. I never really looked at it from that perspective, but I definitely can relate to some of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, some of my biggest projects, when I think about it, people that came with the big bags and uh they definitely were like yeah just do what you want <laughs> you know sh- show me what you're gonna do yeah and then they good like and then that's the nervous part where you're like i 
I'm going to show them, but, like, are they about to come back with, like, 22 critiques? Mm. And so, like, you know, one of the biggest, one, one of the big commits I just wrapped up, they, I showed them what they were going, what I was going to do, and they were like, all right, cool. <laughs> I was like, that's it? All right, bet, <laughs> let's go. So, um, yeah, I, thankfully, I haven't had, I haven't had, like, a, a rough commission in a while, so I'm doing good on that front. Yeah, we're going to keep that energy going. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep that energy going. Do you think that's a mindset thing? Like, do you think it, it comes with like, yeah, do you think it's a mindset thing that, like, you know, these clients who are, like, in, like, different tiers and mm-hmm. the ones who pay not as much versus the ones who pay much, like, their mindset is vastly different because they have much more in abundance when it comes to, like, the money? You know, it, that's an interesting conversation. It really starts to get into, like, the finance side of me, right? And yeah. so, like, I'm at to change my hat for a moment. <laughs> and I, I think it may relate to the fact when you got less to spend, you need it right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. If you got more to spend, you probably got more. Right, more chances. More chances to get it right. Okay. Like, if this is the only 50 I got and I'm giving it to this one dude, yeah, I need it to be, like, perfect yeah because there's no other opportunity there's, and there's no there's no bounce back this okay. is it yeah you know um i mean yeah i don't even know how to relate it but like yeah I, and you think someone that ha- might have a little bit more they might be like all right if it ain't just right i'll get another one yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so there might be some of that yeah. in there I could, I could see that yeah I, I didn't think about that perspective until now so like when you started to yeah. think about it now it, it changes it it changes yeah. it a bit I, I think if you ain't got it you need you need it right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So how does it feel to go from alleyways to hotels? Man, it's dope. <laughs> it's dope. It's it's and not even just hotels. It's 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 weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be, and I tell you, here's why it's weird. And and I've I've I used to struggle with. I think I'm better with it now, but I really struggled at first because a graffiti artist is one of the most anonymous people. Yeah. You don't know who we are. Yeah. And we don't talk to you. Yeah. Like, you wake up one morning, and there's something dope on the wall. Mm. And you appreciate it. Facts, yeah. You know? I I mean, even with murals, like, you could blink, and you might have missed when someone painted a mural. Yeah. I did a mural around the corner from you, and you didn't even know it. You know what I mean? I had no idea, bro. And so that's what I mean. Like, you're, you're there for a couple days, and then I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. And but the piece lives on, and people mm-hmm. see it weeks, months later, yeah. right? But I'm never standing next to it. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and so, and, and so, and that's what, another thing. Social media has changed because now, because you're connected with me on social, you see what I'm doing. You see it, yeah. You know who I am. Yeah. You know, like I remember when social first started. I didn't really put my face on there. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so you'll have people that walk up to you and like, "Yo, I seen your work. It's dope." Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that, you know, and so for me, that was hard at first, yeah, you know, um, and uh kind of like, like and so i I never forget uh my daughter came home one day, and she was like, I was at my friend's house, it was, it was a new friend of hers, and she was like, I was sitting there chilling, I look up at the wall, and your painting was on her wall, and she, like she didn't know the girl like. You know, she had recently connected with the person. It wasn't like an old friend. Yeah. And like, I didn't even know that my painting was hanging on this person's wall. Wow. Um, I still got to figure out how they got it. It was a print of mine. Okay. Um, 
So at some point, they must have bought it from me. Yeah. But because I've sold so many prints now, I don't know where all my work is. And so, yeah, she was like, I looked up at the wall. Your painting was on there. <laughs> she was like, I didn't realize. Like, And so, like, that's the crazy part now where you, like, walk in somewhere and you see paintings of yours hanging in places. Yeah. And so, like, when you bring up the hotel, like, it's crazy. Like, And that was a whole series. Yeah. It wasn't a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, an entire floor of a hotel, my work is just hanging in it. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, it's wild. I'm appreciative, bro. I'm thankful. Um, for all the opportunities I've been given. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a wild feeling, man, to know that like someone appreciated me on this level mm-hmm. because even the commission came from someone not in Richmond. Yeah. Um, and and to know that like y- your work is appreciated. I mean, I can say I've I know I can tell you I have paintings hanging from Boston to Georgia, mm. West Coast. You know, uh, just because I know some of the addresses I've sent them to and some of the people that have bought them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's wild to know that, that your work is in all these places. I mean, and that was the goal, right? To yeah. get out the alleyways into the living room. Exactly. But it, and, and there's more living rooms than alleyways. Yeah. 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 Facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, facts. Yeah. so yeah, the walls got increased. Yeah. Plus know? people don't really walk down like alleyways. Not like, not like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the visibility has changed as well. Um, so it, it's 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 wild, man. And then like you see someone like will post something online, and you're like, "Yo, that's my work in the background. That's wild." You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, it's it's cool, man. Especially I I love like murals too because you know you'll see someone like dancing in front of your artwork or someone playing an instrument. Uh, someone sent me something where a young man was playing a trombone in front of one of my murals, mm. and I was like, "Yo, that's so hard. That's so dope." Um, yeah, the experience the, is vastly different. Yeah. 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 Is there a different level of, of appreciation when people would purchase a print versus a canvas? No, uh, because I realize there's different levels to collectors. Right. There's there's in I've, I've just learned that through my gallery work. Right. I've learned that you've got your people that are just starting to collect. Yeah. You've got you've got people that don't understand the value of a piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's two pieces that you got the people that don't understand the cost that it creates to create a piece of artwork yeah and then you have the people that don't understand the investment into art Mm -hmm. um you know it's like you start talking about nfts and cryptocurrency well artwork was the original crypto artwork was the original you know people been using art for currency for you know centuries yeah you know you look at like people with big contracts you could pay them with a Basquiat. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. You So you got people that'll get paid in artwork. Yeah. So artwork was a currency long before all that. Yes, and so, yes, yes. And so you look at, like, even now, you know, you look at someone that might have copped a painting from me five years ago, yeah. they could sell it for more. Yeah, different valuation. Yeah, the, yeah. Val- the value's gone up. Yeah. And so it's an investment. A lot of people don't see that because, unfortunately, so you got a lot of people that just buy a painting from Target, mm-hmm. a mass-produced yeah. digitally reprinted there's no value in that right nah, nah. when you're done with that painting you pretty much throw it away yeah it's it's put on it's barely put on a a, a, a quality frame yeah you know you drop it one time and the whole thing falls apart <laughs> yeah um and so yeah a lot of people don't understand like and even like the cost to create like you know i had someone once try to do a commission and they were like well why is it cost? they 
of course, every, every week comes back, comes when they first want a commission. They're like, I need a pace that's like six feet by like four feet. I'm like, okay. I'm like, just so you know, the canvas alone mm. is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Wow. And then when you start talking about the paint and things like that, and don't get me an oil paint thing. I, I'm almost thankful I'm not an oil painter because- That sounds expensive. Oil paint is like $20 a tube. Mm. And the s- tubes are like really small, And right? the tubes are small. <laughs> so yeah. if you want that, and so sometimes people don't understand why paintings cost thousands of dollars. Well, it probably costs almost a thousand to create it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people don't understand the cost behind it. Um, so I don't I don't mind the person that wants a print or if they want a frame print. And that was so I, I kind of realized like there there has to be levels mm-hmm. because everybody's not gonna want an original yeah. at the price an original cost. For sure. And one thing for me, you know, I'm big about accessibility. Yeah. Whatever avenue I'm talking about, I believe there should be access for everyone. Yeah. And even when it comes to art, uh, an important thing for me, and that's why even when I price out my prints, I always want to make sure I have an accessible print. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't want to only have stuff that's hundreds of dollars. Like a kid walked up to me at the night market and was like, yo, I love your work. And I gave him, you know, I gave him a little discount mm. because I was like, you know what? And he was like in love with this one piece. He came back, stared at it three times. And I said, look, he was, you know, he was like, how much is it? And I said, you know, for you, it's this. Yeah. And he was like, really? I said, yeah. I was like, if you want it, you know, because, because I saw the value that he had in it mm. and the appreciation. Yeah. He was going to appreciate that print a whole lot more. For sure. You saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Like, bro. It's, he got some duct tape on the back of that joint stuck to his wall right now. Yeah. And, like, for him, it, it's impactful. And, like, he's going to look at that joint and, like, he might be the next artist. That might that might have changed his whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, I'm not going to be like, nah, you can't have it because you don't have X number of dollars. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to accessibility, which, which medium do you think is much more accessible? Is it? prints or is it like merch um for me it's probably prints because my merch is usually a little bit more than my prints okay um only because i'm not like i'm not selling 200 300 of anything okay and so and and also all the stuff all the merch that i have high quality yeah it's like the shirts that i do they've got my paintings they're digital prints you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so uh because i'm not on a scale of yeah. like target where i'm selling for sure. so, so it yeah. is more yeah but i'm if i got on a larger scale of selling them i probably could bring down the price but yeah you know supply yeah. and demand yeah facts <laughs> <laughs> like i told you I, I love the shirt that's why i bought it twice because i love yeah. the way it looks on me i love i love hey. the way it feels like the, that's yeah, about bro. to be a vintage too because i'm not running that one again so you got a vintage piece vintage bitches yeah, yeah. I, I think i got like literally two more in the inventory when they're gone <laughs> yeah that's it yep so uh nah but i mean i enjoy doing and again the merch again was about accessibility it was i had honestly never thought about putting a painting on a shirt mm-hmm. and someone came to me and they were like yo you should put a painting on a shirt and i was like all right well i'll try it yeah and so i did a small run on those okay. and and they sold well and then I did one other one. Those were so well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some, someone now is like, well, what's the next painting you're going to put on a shirt? And I'm like, I don't know. You don't know if you're going to be consistent with that. Yeah, that's something I enjoy doing. It's actually great for when I do, like, pop-ups and things like that. Yeah. Th- they're great for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I'm sure I will do more, but I don't have one planned. Yeah. You know, I did drop that one shirt recently um, just because I loved the message behind it. Um, but even that one, I did a small limited run. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 So you did speak. Well, you started you started off in the alley. Then yeah. you got to, you know, the living rooms. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like a full circle moment going to walls. Yeah. Or just going back to like the exterior of things. Yeah. How does it feel to do murals or just, yeah, and to have an impact with doing murals now? So here's here's the funny thing. Um, and I was talking to another well-known artist uh, from the city about this. And both of our backgrounds are in street art. Um, you never lose that itch mm. to do it. So it's like it never really felt like I was away from it. You know what I mean? I mean, plus... Even the art I do on canvas, I'm using spray cans. I'm using acrylics. I'm using some of those same mediums. So yeah. I, I've still, you know, my studio, I still got like 200, 300 spray cans just mm-hmm. stocked and ready. Um, but the itch to hit a wall never really went away. Mm. And so, I mean, I've, I've probably done some of my biggest walls recently. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've done walls in people's homes. I've done them in businesses. Really? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I started doing the math on how many walls I did this year. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I've been real, I, I didn't realize how busy I was this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's dope to, it's dope to go back to the streets with more of my new style. Okay. If anything, that's probably been the biggest change. Yeah. Um, and so that was, I was always, with the first couple I did, maybe a year or two ago, when I came with the new style I've been doing, it was interesting to see what kind of feedback I was going to get, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the feedback's been good. Um, you know, pe- people have been, people are always just happy to see art. You yeah. Know? yeah. Especially when you do it in areas. Uh, some of the projects I've been on lately have really been about accessibility to art mm-hmm. and bringing art to those areas. Um, like mo- the, the project I did in Mosby Court, mm-hmm. uh, more than art, where it was just like, we're bringing artwork to an area that normally doesn't get murals. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, to do that. And that one was, like, big for me because that you talk about inspired by a moment or a person. I was actually inspired by my nephew. Mm. Not that he – I mean, he lives in a great area, but the concept of a kid that doesn't have the ability to even go to, like, the VMFA. Yeah, yeah. Because all he got is a bike. Yeah. He ain't got no bus pass. He ain't got no car. Mm-hmm. He might not even know the VMFA exists. Yeah, facts. But to know he can ride down the street on his bike, look up, and it's museum quality, gallery quality artwork yeah. on his wall. Yeah. Um, that was a huge inspiration. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I really been loving that project. Um, and but and and it was I was very intent when I did that to not make it more street mm. i wanted it to be more something i will put on a canvas gallery, yeah. you know because i wanted to give him the gallery yeah so if he never has the opportunity to get there now he has it in his backyard yeah he has an awareness of that. so yeah. yeah um i so, don't i don't think I, I even thought about that perspective that like some of these places are kind of like art deserts yeah i think about that yeah i mean unfortunately a lot of murals go up in nicer areas like nice murals, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Quality, 
murals. Um, yeah, when I when I look at the Richmond uh, mural project that they had like a couple of years ago, yeah. majority of those those murals are like in like the fan or mm-hmm. they're not like on the south side. It's a little more gentrified. Yeah, it's a little nicer. Yeah, you're walking down the street at night. Yeah, you know I ain't gonna front some of the places <laughs> yeah. I've done murals. I'm like, yeah, you're, right, you're not walking down. The sun's going down. It's time yeah. to get up out of here. Yeah. you know. Um, no no shade to those areas, but uh, but the reality is they don't they don't get all the stuff we get. Yeah. You know, Facts. and I thought I thought that was unfortunate. Um, I think artists for everybody, everybody should have access to it. So it was it was important for me to be a part of that project. Um, and I look for, and we've got more stuff planned down the road. So I'm looking forward to to doing more of those. The, the goal for them is to hit every court in Richmond. OK. And so they did Mosby. Got a couple more coming. So, yeah. And I think that's dope. You yeah. Know? So what was the name of that organization? More Than Art. Okay, yeah. and then you also did some work for another organization, uh, Mending Walls. Yeah, so yeah, this year I also did something with Mending Walls. Um, that's a great organization. Um, it came out, it grew out of the protests, the civil unrest that was going on during the pandemic. Um, and what's dope about them is they take artists from different backgrounds and allow them to tell stories on walls. And uh, you saw when it first kind of started, you saw a lot of things about the civil unrest. But what's dope about them as an organization is they began to tell other stories as well because unfortunately in our community racism isn't our only problem you know facts um and so for them they're like all right we really tackled that but what else needs to be brought awareness to Mm -hmm. and so originally i was supposed to do season one um but i came in during season two when they now open the door to talking about mental health they're talking about um prison reform i believe um but my my um project was all about food deserts and Mm. food justice and uh man we did an amazing project myself and another artist by the name uh lucky signs miss sarah we worked on a um sarah apple i thought i was like that's the dopest artist name (laughs) sarah Uh, apple sarah apple i was like you made that name up (laughs) that's my birth name but uh we did a project with Minden walls uh, over at the Sankofa Orchard with Duran Chavis, um, which this dude, if you don't know who he is, man, mm-hmm. and the stuff he's doing in the city, it's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> But he literally created a community orchard over 80 different fruit trees. Mm. And and you can just walk up and pull whatever you want from the tree. Yeah. Um, and now, if that wasn't enough, now he's turning it into like an art garden. Mm. And so he started with the work we did. We did, uh, and was, it, it was land. There was there were no walls. Yeah. So we had to create a vision as artists, like, what are we going to do? So we had to create a freestanding wall. Um, he had a container there. So as soon as we saw that, we were like, yeah, we're hitting that. But um, since then, he's gone on to add, I think, like 10 walls. Mm-hmm. And now he's adding sculpture work. Yeah. And he's adding so much. This place... I'm like, can I just live here? <laughs> but and he's doing projects like that all around the city, and it brings awareness. But and and it's again, it's that same thought when you think about the kid riding his bike down the street. Now he has art. Yes. You think about these gardens that he created. Now a kid can like ride his bike down the street. Yeah. And pluck an apple off the tree. Yeah. And here's the crazy thought: there's 80 different fruits, right? Mm. This kid probably ain't tasted all them fruits. Nah. And now the same kid has an opportunity to try all these different fruits. Yeah. I mean, I was a grown man until I found out what some of these things were. Mm. And now, again, it's accessibility. Yeah. Uh, in an area that didn't have it. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, that's just another thing we're trying to tackle, man. Yeah. Yeah. Accessibility and uh, awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah. yeah it seems yeah. like that's what uh, Duran Chavis has created for people. Oh, yeah. 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 Brings a lot of awareness to food justice. I'm working on a piece now um, for another organization. And it kind of it grew from a story I heard from him about the black farmer. Mm. And I'm working on a piece about that. Okay. And uh, just the story of the black farmer, just, I never really thought about it. And, uh, and I mean, we can go into a whole nother conversation about that, but yeah. where we came from and, and everything we knew, we dropped to run to the big city when mm. we got freedom. Yeah. Because it, it reminded us too much of, of where we were from and, and the injustice we suffered. Yeah. But it was our strength and we left it. Mm. It was a superpower we had. We, we, we left our superpower as, as farmers and growers and carers for the, for the earth to run to the big city. And, and it, was, it wasn't much there for us. Mm. Um, so, yeah so, yeah. so I'm telling that story abstractly right now. Nice. <laughs> looking, looking forward to that. That seemed like it's going to be fire. Yeah. 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 It seemed yeah. like it's going to be fire. It's going to be, like, impactful. Yeah. That's yeah. the goal. To be able to tell those stories that we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this, these these generations. That's that's one of the impactful paintings yeah. I'm working on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm also working on a Spider-Man painting. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, enter the Enter the verse? That one? Sony joint? So, you know, it's funny. I actually have one from that one. Okay. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is just yeah. artistically amazing. Yeah. So, um, actually, one of the paintings I did for the hotel was inspired by Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Because um, that, that, I mean, that whole, like, uh, movie has, like, so many different styles within it. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that, that. And so, really, this painting is kind of that, but also inspired by one of the characters. So, this one's more character. The other one was more, like, the story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So, here at The Gradient, we like to, the, the purpose of The Gradient is, is for, like, black people to be able to find their, their, their passion yeah. so they can, like, live out their purpose. Definitely. Do you feel as if like you're living your purpose, like when it comes to like your art? I do. I feel like I mean, art is one of them things that's truly a gift from God. Like, yeah, I don't even know how I do. I think singing too. Not 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 everyone can sing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but no, I think there's so many amazing gifts. I think I think visually, your eye. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And and some of the things we're able to do, I I think someone once told me I'm a builder. And when you and it's not just the thought of a builder build a house, but I'm able to build the vision, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's why art works with me so well because I'm able to take that vision and display it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And so for me, I forgot what the question was. Are you living out your purpose? Do you think? With, I with definitely art? Yeah. feel like I am living out my purpose. I think it took me a while to really like get in my zone though yeah right mm-hmm. um but i feel like i'm living my purpose on multiple levels For, yeah because yeah. i think we can have more than one purpose oh yeah um and, and i think that goes back to the different hats i wear mm-hmm. right yeah uh, but i think all of the different hats i wear and the different purposes i have relate to the concept of me being a builder yeah because when you look at the heart of all of them it's about building something yes and so whether it's building community whether it's building artistic vision whether it's building financial freedom whatever those things are I, I i think that might be the actual gift i have yeah you know yeah 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 that, i mean that's great for you to kind of like be living out that 
and because uh, there are a lot of people who do not have the opportunity to live out their purpose or purposes yeah yeah so it's great that you you found like multiple and you're kind of like walking within them yeah and unfortunately a lot of people don't realize it a lot of times mm-hmm. because we're so often thinking that singing is the only thing mm-hmm. yeah. but some people some people are just good at talking some people are just good at yeah like a lot of times we think it's like these high level skills right but a lot of times it's just it's it, it I'm, I'm great at networking you yeah. know i'm great at and, and like people don't realize networking is one of the greatest skills ever yeah yeah and everybody can't do it yeah you no. know um and so sometimes it's sometimes we try to think of these high level passions and we don't and we miss the fact that we're actually good at this yeah one thing and really good at it because yeah. we keep looking for that i'm i'm trying to shoot threes like steph mm-hmm. yeah but like because you can see it yeah these are the things that you can see yeah. that's on like the tv screen and so yep. like, you it's, correlate that to yep you can get some stats on it exactly it's, it's numerical yeah but yeah you it's easier to find the value in that yeah but like we all got m- multiple talents yeah and it's just a matter of playing with it you know yeah you know, when I first began like this, like interview process of like interviewing like other people, mm-hmm. I realized how much like interviewing is like a skill. Yeah. And like it's it's a it's it's a you can be like an artist with it. Yeah. So it's it's I, I didn't realize it at yeah. first, like, but it's 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 definitely like a skill to be able to oh, communicate yeah. back and forth and like to keep the conversation alive. Yeah. And to, flowing to drive it. Yes. To, to yeah. Yeah. That's that's a skill in and of itself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna do that process right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you only get better, and that's the thing. The yeah. more you use it, the better you get at it. Absolutely. So like, and that's the funny part because as an artist, like, I'll see old work and be like, oh my god, that's so trash. <laughs> but I'm the only one that sees that, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And every artist does it. I, I, one of my uh, favorite artists, man. I went to a show one time and I was like, uh, y'all, I love that piece. And he was like, I hate that piece so much. <laughs> I was like, really? But I mean, he saw all the flaws in it. Yeah, yeah. And like, we ain't see. I don't see any of that. Yeah. You know, but sometimes we train our eye, and that's what we see. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, like this painting here, I don't see anything wrong with that painting. But I'm sure the artist that did it would be like, yeah, you see this, this, and that. Facts. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm kind of the same way with with my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't delete anything. Mm. I don't delete anything. I don't, like, archive, archive like, anything. Yeah. And so, like, if you scroll down, like, my Instagram, you'll see, like, all of my older work. Yeah. But, like, when I look at it, I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. But I, I see the progression over time. Yeah. And, and that's why I keep it up. Yep. Because I want people to be able to be able to see, like, yep. whatever my se- success becomes. Yeah. Like, it was a process yeah. to getting to that point. That growth. That growth. Yeah. E- even though I don't like it, I want people to be able to see that. Yeah. So that's why I keep it up. I, and I, I think that's important because it's almost like setting milestones for yourself. Yeah. It's benchmarking yourself. Yeah. You know, and you're able to see that growth and you can see it. And it's important to see that, you know. Uh, that's It's funny, like, when you see people that delete, like, all their old stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they got, like, six pictures up there. But where did you come from? Like, exactly. what have you been doing all this time? So exactly. I think that's good. Yeah. 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 There's no such thing as a overnight success. It's, nah. it's a process. Every Every person that you see. Yeah. They they work their way up. Yes. Yeah. To gears. Yeah. 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 So you you spoke about like NFTs and you know a little bit about like crypto. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself diving into like other mediums? Uh, I I I definitely could see myself diving into other mediums. I mean, even now when you look at the artwork I produce, I don't just paint on canvas. Mm-hmm. 
I paint on anything the paint sticks to. Yeah. So I've done everything from, of course, your walls, your canvas to vases to I do this art block series. I've done basketballs for people. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did a DJ stand for somebody. Yeah. Um, if the paint sticks to it, yeah. Uh, and then when you look at like NFTs and, and digital artwork, I've started to play around with it. I haven't sold any NFTs. I like the concepts of it. I like I like these smart contracts that you can attach to them. So mm-hmm. yeah. I've been studying and learning. Um, but I, I I definitely could see myself in those yeah. realms. Yeah. 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 So what's next for you? What's next for you? Do you have a three year goal, eight year goal for your work specifically? So you know what's funny is I, I've actually been meditating on that a lot the last week or so because every goal or milestone I have for myself, I crushed this year. Mm. And this year ain't even over yet. Nah. And what's funny is even like where I just came from, right? I yeah. just came from hanging some uh, work over in Brewers. Yeah. And that had been like a, that was like an old goal I set for myself. Mm. I wanted to be in a space where people went to every day. Yeah. A restaurant of some kind. And I kind of forgot about it. Like, mm-hmm. that was like a goal I had years ago. Yeah, yeah. And because I've been so busy doing all these other projects, other stuff, yeah. I forgot about it. And when AJ hit me up, I was like, oh, yeah, I got some stuff for you. And um, I was hanging it. And I was like, yo, this was an old goal of mine. To, like, <laughs> It came to your mind once you it did it. It came to me. And yeah. I was sitting there thinking, like. That was that reminder. I was like, yo, I started this year with a, with a milestone to sell a certain number of paintings. Yeah. I beat that. I had other goals to do certain things. I've done all that. Yeah. So it's like, I got to find some new things to think of, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I will say it's important to have those. Yes. I think it's very important to set those things. I think it's important to manifest those things. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, the world changed. So some of the goals I have for myself, say, like, back in 2020, the world changed greatly. And so now i've had to adjust some of those Mm -hmm. so now i'm starting to reflect on some of those goals i had you know and and how attainable are they now now that the world's starting to open back up again so um yeah going into 2022 um i'm definitely uh i gotta set some new goals yeah yeah one thing i realized is like when you set goals and you write them down or you speak them Mm -hmm. you know even if you say like i want this to happen i want this i want this to happen i want this to happen it never happens in consecutive order mm-hmm. yeah definitely just, yeah just how you said like yep. you, you had this goal like a couple of years ago yeah and then probably some of the things that happened before that yeah those were goals you had too that yeah. you probably said afterwards yeah and i realized that you know the power of like speaking things into mm-hmm. existence and the things that you desire yeah but like everything that you speak of has its own appointed time mm-hmm. and things just take time like yeah, I think one of the worst things we can do, and I think this is why a lot of people don't work at, walk in their purpose, is because they set a goal for themselves, and they also say, okay, it's got to be done by this time. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't work like that, mm-hmm. and, and then you end up setting yourself up for defeat, mm-hmm. and you feel bad because you didn't accomplish it, right? Yeah. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to it, I think you set the goal, but sometimes you may have to adjust your timeline. Yeah. You know? Because some things don't work on our time. Nah, nah. They work on a different person. You know, they work on a higher timeline <laughs> yeah. than we could think of. Facts. But um, I think either way, it's important to have those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was a this was a great talk. 
man it was a great talk we almost like an hour in are you serious doesn't even feel like an hour does it it? doesn't man see that's (laughs) how i mean you know i know we're cool outside this so i know we be chilling and vibing and talking so it's just like sitting down talking to you like normal you know we we ain't even hit nothing (laughs) too crazy man you know is there anything that you wanted to talk about uh off the top of my head um i think i think if i'm talking to all my creatives out there I, i think the biggest trap we do as creatives is we think of a concept and then when we try to put it out there and if it doesn't look like what we imagine it to look like yeah we give up yeah and i think that's the biggest trap as a creative that we can fall in so if i'm talking to any creators right now i would tell them you know just go with the flow like don't get so caught up don't be perfectionist Mm -hmm. right like let it out there you know i mean i know you and i've had this conversation as well like sometimes you just gotta let it out there and and catch the vibe right um yeah and i know so many people that are painters and they're like oh i want to be a painter i'm like you are a painter yeah and like nah but when i paint it it don't look like the picture i'm like that's because you putting in your own way like art art is a language Mm. and we all speak differently yeah like none of us say the same words the same way nah but we're all communicating yeah but we never say man he said here different than the way he said her and you know (laughs) what i mean like yes yeah. But we we get so caught up in that sometimes that we don't realize our gift. Yeah. And so I say create and let everybody else figure out what you're saying. Mm. Like don't try to conform to whatever you think you need to conform to because there are no real rules when it comes to art. Yeah. I mean, you got to think I came up in a style of art that there was no tutelage for. There were no classes. Yeah. All I knew was what I saw on the walls around me and maybe in a magazine because when I first started, the internet was minuscule. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have social media and things to see what people were doing in Spain. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I still look at art like this to today, to this day. Uh, I tell you the craziest story, real quick. When I was in high school, I never forget. I used to take every art class, every quarter semester. I had an art class. I I did this project. I had a teacher to tell me I should never paint again. Like that was that's been one of my biggest motivations to this day. That teacher, a teacher, literally told me in an art class I shouldn't paint. But like you're supposed to teach me how to paint. Yeah. And so what's crazy about that? I never took another art class after that. Mm. Been self-taught ever ever since. I've taught myself everything I know. You know. I mean, I may get like you know, homie may say, oh yeah, try this, that, did it. Yeah. But like in terms of a formal teaching, yeah. Nah, bro, I walked away from that. I was like, you're not going to be able to tell me, one, that I can't do it. And two, like, I'm not going to give you that kind of power over my own styling. Yeah. You know? And I think from that, I developed who I was. Yeah. Because I walked away from it. Wow. You know? Yeah. It's great that you didn't allow that to deter you. You know, because so often we have people who are get negative responses to things in life. Especially at those foundational ages yeah. in which you know that carries for a very long time yeah. and some people would never get back into it yeah. and it, cause I thought you was gonna say like you just stopped doing art nah. obviously, obviously you didn't stop yeah. doing art nah, for like I didn't. a long time I kept but going. like you kinda yeah. like use that as fuel to be like yeah whatever Yeah, I'ma keep going I'ma keep going but I'ma do it my way without you exactly you know um, because when I was graduated from high school I was actually admitted to um, the school of 
School of Art in San Francisco. Mm. And um, I, I went through everything, went to the orientations, everything. And then I was like, nah, I ain't gonna do this. And I walked away from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you gotta do you and don't let nobody else tell you. Yeah. It's right or wrong. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh, I definitely appreciate you coming out. I hey. have having this conversation, which was like extraordinary. I think honestly, this was like my best uh, interview so Uh-oh. far. Cause Uh-oh. before I wouldn't say like I was nervous, but I was just kind of like get it, getting adjusted to, you know, having these conversations back and forth with a person. Okay. Um, so this was like pretty remarkable. Um, hey. Thank you for coming through. Anytime, um, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, we're definitely gonna have to do a part two as as you continue to go down your journey no, and like, your career. Um, see what's happening next um, this is Antonio Knox and Ron Stokes and this was the Gradient Radio alright <laughs> <laughs>